0: This is our pilot episode. Normally, when we've done podcasts in the past, it's been with Mark. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, this is our first time flying solo. So so we'll see how this goes. But, yeah, this is the first episode of the podcast called 24th in Park. And the reason for this podcast uh, or, or the name was because, you know, we'll, John will explain a, a little bit. In, we wanted to come up with something that represented pop culture, and if you're like a late '80s, early '90s kid, and you remember like when MTV and MBT played uh music, you know, <laughs> back in those days, you know, the two staples of their of their channels are TLR and um, 106 in Park, and I wanted it to play off 106 in Park because that was like one of the, it was a pop culture show before actually you know pop culture was like a thing or you know mainstream thing but you know they had music videos celebrities talked about you know entertainment news and all that stuff so i wanted to play off you know obviously the park de prince and you know i took the street address name which is 24 some i'm not going to pronounce that french name (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) guillaume and terry i know they're going to kill us but um but, but yeah, there's the street number for for the park is, is 24 and obviously playing off the, you know, 106 and Park, 24th and Park. So that's how we came up with the, uh, with the name for this podcast. But, John, if you want to explain to people what we'll be talking about on this podcast, because there's three shows on the PSG Talking Network, and our show's going to be completely different from the other two because while they focus on the on-field stuff, tactics, transfer news, all that good stuff we'll sort of maybe touch on that but we're going on a completely end so john just you know explain to people what we'll be talking about
1: yeah for sure so with 24th and park uh, we really wanted to kind of just focus on just the cultural aspects of of football and psg in particular uh especially with the club like psg where we're always in the news we're always being spoken about there's a lot of pop culture references seeing a lot of celebrities wearing psg kits and so and and like eddie just said with with psg talking the the podcast network as it's growing and we're doing really well and we already have some staple podcasts um and where where they talk about the heavy lifting, the insides of the club in terms of tactical setups and all those good, you know, all those things. We wanted to kind of bring a lighter, yeah. <laughs> I guess, is a way to say it, a lighter way to to a lighter purview of PSG in terms of you know the culture and how just impactful PSG is and fashion and and the players that we get and how they impact. Uh, the game and, and, and league and the French league in particular. Yeah. So, uh, so what we really want to focus on is just, you know, some some lighter things to talk about the culture. You know, we're gonna have a lot of social media references where you know football culture on 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 Twitter really is just its own entity. So uh, we're gonna play off a lot of things like that, and we're we're really here just to have fun with it. You know, yeah. if you want to get serious takes from myself particular, I'm not gonna speak for Eddie, but for me in particular. Read an article. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, I, like I was that.
0: gonna say we have kind of been writing about this. I mean, you wrote about yeah. how PSG is covered with Keep. You also yeah. wrote about the Neymar um, Rihanna stuff. I've written yeah. about how Neymar is covered. I've touched on how you know PSG and pop culture have intertwined. So we've kind of been talking about this like in written form. Now yeah. we're just bringing it to audio. So I mean, if you read, Yeah, if you have read our stuff, you know, we've written about this. In the past, so it's like now. Yeah, you it's should like- definitely
1: know. You should definitely know what to expect if you've read if you've read some of our stuff where we we touch on those culture topics and stuff not really related to on pitch performances. So, so yeah, that's so that's that's sort of the gist of the show. And, and and we're gonna we're gonna incorporate a lot of cool things that we hope y'all enjoy and have fun with. And like I said, we're here to have fun with this, and I think it's gonna be a good time, especially doing this with with my guy. Uh, eddie so it's gonna uh this should be fun i hope y'all really enjoy this and you know bear with us that this is our our pilot per se episode so we're yeah we're gonna do this though
0: but but yeah i mean the first topic i think it's it's pretty previous but when's the first time you kind of noticed psg and pop culture because i mean you tweeted something out yesterday uh you know uh, that guy was wearing the, the I think was it the 1718 yellow Neymar you know I think the the, the away kit yeah it was and the away yeah and we've seen we've seen this grow 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 different hip hop artists different you know we saw J Cole was the last year where I think it was just a blank PSG yellow kit too it was the and same then, one here, well. yeah yeah and then we've seen the Tiago Silva stuff uh up over there in, in London I think it's London or the UK somewhere in there. And then we see, you know, it's just, it's just been a growing, growing thing. Jimmy Butler's been wearing PSG stuff, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on when the first time you kind of noticed PSG in that pop culture limelight?
1: Well, yeah, I think it's it's important to note, and me and you've spoken this, I've spoken on this before, you know. I always talk about Zlatan Ibrahimović and, and even going before him, the Brazilian Nene, number 10, he wore the number 10 jersey at PSG. He took a picture with Snoop Dogg at a concert and Snoop Dogg was wearing a PSG shirt. And that was the first time I've kind of noticed like a PSG paraphernalia in pop culture, mm-hmm. in the pop culture ecosystem. And, um, and you know, it's it's... It started growing from there, and and, uh, and more and more you will see the the uh, the Justin Timberlake wearing the big PSG Jordan mm-hmm. jacket at his concert. The Travis Scott, you know J Cole, you know J Cole is one of the biggest rappers in in the game right now, and you know and and Boss, the guy that I tweeted out yesterday, he uh, he's on J Cole's uh, label Dreamville. And it was cool to see him not only with a PSG jersey, but he had a name, name yeah. on the back. And that's so important to me. That's uh, I always tell my friends this. You know, I see a lot of people, you know, wearing, uh, you know, if you go to the mall here in America, you, you will see soccer football jerseys everywhere yeah. with, then they're playing on the back. And I always say, if you go get a Lakers jersey, you're not going to wear a Lakers yeah. jersey with no name on the back. You're not going to buy a... A Dallas Cowboys jersey with no name on the back. People are gonna say you're you're being corny or that's lame or whatever. Yeah. But for some reason, you know, people do that with soccer jerseys. But I'm always the one. I'm always gonna speak on that. Like, have the same level of respects when you buy your jersey. Yeah. So I, like whenever have, I have see someone,
0: whenever I see someone with a soccer jersey, I'm like, I always wonder what what's the name in the back. Like, I I I get that curiosity. Like I I, I can be. I can be just minding my own business and then I just run into someone with a soccer kit and it's just like I wonder what's the name in the back and it's always blank. Like, you know? I mean, I don't mind blank jerseys. I, I yeah, always yeah. try to get a name, especially if it's you know. I rather pay the what is it? You know, they always charge extra for the name and the and the and the number, but I just try to get it. You know, but I'm I, I don't I don't mind because sometimes hip hop artists are like I don't I really don't know, but I like the style I like the way it looks. You know, especially right. with the Jordan stuff. But we'll get to a little bit later on. But you know, I think a lot of these guys like fashion you know like they'll like they'll wear i think one of the key staples in hip-hop is like the throwback nba jerseys like i've seen they might not know who the hell the player is but they they love the way it looks like for example the the grizzlies are bringing back the old vancouver grizzlies jersey and and i'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of you know artists or or celebrities for that matter are going to be wearing that jersey and none of them ever saw a vancouver grizzlies game so, right you know right, you're but right. but the first yeah, time but even
1: even with those jerseys there's going to be a name on the back yeah and that's my whole point there's going to yeah. be a name on the back and i get it they do it for fashion purposes they don't really care like they they probably don't even know that the badge is the yeah. team they think yeah. fly emirates is the team yeah but that's the sponsorship <laughs> so they they you know i don't i'm not gonna kill them for it but yeah just please have the same level of respect when you buy your football yeah. jerseys yeah you know get a name on the back please
0: yeah. But yeah go ahead <laughs> but the first time i noticed psg in pop culture was like around 2015 2016 i think it was and it was uh because of the hip-hop artist i think i'll call her hip-hop artist m.i.a and if you don't know who m.i.a yeah. is it's the you know or, i mean she's i don't i'm not gonna call her uh she's not a one-hit wonder but like the main song that people know of her is the song paper planes which is came out like, came out like an '09 for the pineapple express movie but yeah, she made a song called Borders and like towards the end of that song, if you see the music video, she has the I think it was it the two thousand fifteen White Home Await kit. And she altered that uh, Fly Emirates as we're talking about sponsors. She altered it to like Fly Pirates because it was like a I think a Somali. it was like it was it was a Somalian refugee themed music or music video. It's a song, you know, it's immigration, all that stuff, but you know, she was the first time uh, I saw someone like a celebrity wearing PSG. And granted, all they didn't like that she altered the, the Fly Emirates. And I'm not sure. I, I read a little bit into that when I, when when I saw that, and then she just explained, "Hey, this has nothing to do with the club. She she has, you know, she had friends. I think she said that live in Paris, and they just recommended her PSG." And I think she said she liked the kit, so she went with it, and she altered the Fly Pirates. But um, but yeah, that was the first time MIA's uh, border song. But yeah, I think it was like 2015, 2016. So that was the first time I noticed PSG in pop culture, and I was like, wait. And then it's just it's just been growing from there. And I think like we've said, like with it, this new Jordan stuff that's coming out, and like new different ventures that they're taking it's just we're just going to keep noticing this and and sometimes it's very influential on, on especially on kids like if you're like 10 years old and you're trying to get into soccer and you see j cole wearing a psg kid you're gonna be like wait what's what's this club you know like they'll be like oh let me look into this or or stuff like that it's like you know it, it helps expose uh, psg to people who don't know who psg is or they kind of know who psg is but they've never taking that extra step to find out who they are or, or, you know, who's on the team or et cetera. So I think a lot of this new exposure is just going to be helpful for the club. I know fans want to see stuff on the pitch, but I think having a healthy, you know, supporting fan base, you know, it it goes a long way.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's the, it's one of the most indirect cross brandings, uh, that happens uh, with with not even just PSG, just football in gen in general. Like football jerseys are becoming a thing, a, mm. a staple in the fashion world. Like I see so many people wearing football jerseys, and what happens is, like you say, someone sees that 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 that, that kit, and they're like, "Well, what, who is that? What club is that?" And then they go find out about them, and then you have purists like within every club has their purists mm. where. They don't know about anything else except for football yeah. and that club. And now they find out about that celebrity or that artist yeah. or that whatever. So it's it's an indirect cross branding that happens. And I wrote about it in my, my my piece about PSG and Jordan's collaboration. It's like, yeah, the, the, the Jordan kids are not gonna help PSG win the Champions League. Like that's just not gonna happen. Like being being um, connected to Michael Jordan doesn't mean anything. To on pitch production because mm-hmm. the Hornets here in Charlotte where yeah. I live they're <laughs> owned by Michael Jordan and they're they're kind Terrible. of trash, so it it doesn't it doesn't correlate in that way but from a marketing standpoint I think they have uh they have to keep up the pace marketing yeah. with what they're trying to do their ambitions on the pitch so it it yeah. it's a win win situation yeah
0: it's a healthy business model I mean I know people like I said people don't like to hear that stuff but you know PSG Put, are putting together a healthy, sustainable business that won't rely on, you know, the Qatar, the Qataris, you know, yeah. and, and for the next, I mean, forever, probably, but, you know, it's a solid business model, and, uh, you yeah, know, it's just... And that's
1: one of the most important parts, like you just said. Like, that transfers into us not having to rely on, on Qatari money, and, and now look at PSG. They're at a place now as a club where they can now do business and, and 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 spend money without having to have that stigma yeah. or oh, y'all just using oil money like yeah. nah, this 100%. revenue is being generated from marketing and sponsorships away from qatar uh, yeah. qsi so you know it it's a win-win situation yeah. like i said people are gonna be mad like i said those are the purists that i'm talking about people who just here for the football and i respect y'all i get yeah. it you're just Thanks. you're strictly here for this for the football but look there's another lens to look at this business yeah. because at the end of the day, PSG is a business.
0: Yeah. So we're, we're in August. We're coming. We're a few weeks away from the transfer window closing. And we're not going to talk about transfers per se. We're going to talk about how teams are presenting their new arrivals. Because <laughs> I've noticed like the last two years, I'm not sure maybe you've noticed a bit longer, teams or clubs are getting creative with the way they They present new players and i i sent you a a a video uh of a club here in mexico called queretaro um they had their players act they i I, i'm pretty sure people have seen this i I didn't know neymar and, and mbappe came in with those exact same mask there's some like i'm not gonna say anonymous looking mask but there's some kind of like weird Long face, little thin mustache, yeah, you know, looking likes, mask.
1: Looks like a jigsaw type. Yeah, of mask. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: It looks like a horror. Like if yeah, someone yeah. kidnapped. Like if someone's gonna kidnap you, hey, look, that's the type of mask you expect them to be wearing. But um, but yeah. they were wearing that, and then they were acting, and then eventually they unveiled themselves after taking off the mask. So it was like a weird kind of creative way to present new players, yeah. but. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted to get your thoughts on how t- or clubs are presenting their new players with this creative ways, and you know, do you have a favorite out of all this? Because you know, tying it into PSG, PSG use a uh, TikTok, you know, to present uh, the court, the center back from from Borussia Dortmund, who yeah. you know, it's nine a.m. here. Sorry if i, I mis- you know, if I uh, <laughs> blank out <laughs> on names so here. Good. So, but uh, but yeah, t- it, PSG's gone. You Normally know, they don't do use this stuff, but, you know, they did use TikTok to present him and then they've upped their graphic designs. So it's like creative ways teams are getting. So I just wanted to get your take. And, and you know, do you have a personal favorite?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's it's clubs being um, in tune and not being uh, not being tone deaf to to the, the current times and the climate that we're in social media driven. Everything is on a digital platform. You have to, you can't be a dinosaur. Like, and that's like, we're kind of just going back to what we just talked about PSG. Like they're not doing stuff how the traditional way they're being innovative and, and doing things how it's going to be done in the future in that way. So um, from that, that that particular video that you sent me and I, and I told you, I was like, first of all, like <laughs> imagine being a new arrival at a club and the first thing that they asked you to do is to act or or to do some (laughs) type of improv (laughs) and it's Uh, like, all right, cool, you know, whatever, let's do it. But like creativity, like creatively it's, it's, it's dope. It's, it's something refreshing to see because soccer and football is such a, um, it's one of those, you know, it's like baseball in a sense where people are really don't like, changing the way things are like they're very traditionalist in that sense where it's like do things this way it's this is the proper way it's supposed to be done and this is kind of just knocking down all those barriers and just we're going to have fun with this we're going to be creative with it so creatively i think it's dope uh my favorite one in particular uh, is actually uh andrew herrera his introduction i thought was incredibly creative they did uh where he's playing fifa he's like in career mode and then he like does it himself he goes and transfers himself to psg all the game <laughs> yeah. and then that's the way they introduce him and that's just dope and i think it's probably been done before but and I, i'm pretty sure psg have like some type of sponsorship or partnership with uh, fifa so like mm-hmm. it, it makes sense everything they do is not just for for our entertainment there's mm-hmm. like there's money behind it and, yeah. and then that that was just creative for me for him to like i play FIFA, so like I, i've done that a lot where i just go go get a player and bring him on the psg <laughs> yeah. so he did that and that's actually what happened in the transfer and i thought that was so that was my favorite one recently
0: i i'm gonna go with uh even though it hasn't worked out at manchester united i'm gonna go with Alexis sanchez the piano man <laughs>
1: Oh my god, I
0: forgot about that. Oh the piano man. I was that I, I laughed at that one that so hard when I saw it. It was just like you just see someone playing the piano and then eventually they unveil that yeah, it's Alexi Sanchez playing the piano. in
1: hindsight, in hindsight like the way that the move went it went terrible. <laughs> for for manchester united and alexis yeah and
0: then, I mean, like, the
1: fact that they unveiled it that way like so grand just a yeah. grand opening type of thing it was like what
0: oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah that one that one was funny i i i, I gotta give them credit on that one. that one was quite i if 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 um antoine griezmann was the one uh you know how they presented him there it was like what a, a graffiti art of an antoine griezmann if i if if that was actually antoine you know tr- pretty much you know drawing himself or spraying himself i would that would have been my all-time favorite that would have been like so ego move you're you know like if it, I, I was waiting for like that to be antoine griezmann but it wasn't and if, if that would have been antoine that would have been like my all-time favorite like i i kind of like a player with an ego as long as you back it up so that that would have been all my all-time favorites but it wasn't so but i gotta stick with alexis sanchez
1: <laughs> that one and that was piano good. One. yeah it was good and then i wouldn't i wouldn't say like uh Juventus ruined their chance to really capitalize on the delete
0: Yeah. It, like
1: from an entertainment standpoint. They they had like one of like, Are you delighted? or like what? Like what like that's that's so corny and that's so expected. <laughs> like they could have they could have did so much more with
0: that yeah, transfer. Yeah, they gotta <laughs> hire some new people on their social media team because yeah. I mean it kinda you know, that kinda shows the kind of social media team you have there. They, they they weren't that creative. All they did was just he's here, or, like, the the tip, you know, the the corny stuff that you see, like, he's here, or some really bad pun. Yeah, they're
1: still in Dinosaur World. I mean,
0: not to get too into what is doing, but we've kind of seen their social media team, or whoever's in charge, kind of be... Yeah, uh,
1: if you know, you know. Yeah,
0: they've been a little in the dinosaur age with some other stuff, but but switching topics, I want to throw a shout out, I think what is it? Rabita from Leonov side. Um yes. sorry if I'm yes. I'm mispronouncing your name. Um yes. but she brought out a really good to- a really good topic that I wanted to talk about because I kind of I didn't ever I never thought about it. And you wanted to go to some games here uh that some League on clubs were doing in the US and they weren't that like I looked at some of the video and some of the audience were like it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't, you know... for, for that, Yeah, for a league that's trying to grow their game, there, there wasn't a lot of people turning out. And I w- wanted to talk about this because PSG are currently doing their tour in, in China. And eventually, they're going to come back to the U.S. Uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully. But, <laughs> yeah. But I just wanted to talk about that because I wanted to know, get your thoughts on how the league can grow here in the U.S. Because you know, they they need to have some type of presence in, in the United States to be, you know, because people, diehard purists know the French League. They probably make fun of it, but they kind of know the French League. Casuals, they don't really know. And then obviously people who are just tuning in and out of soccer don't even know. They just probably think it's just the French League or whatever. They're not familiar with any of the clubs. Maybe just PSG, maybe a Lyon, but that's, that's stretching it. But how do you think the league and, and PSG, for that matter, too, can grow their brand, their presence in the US? Because as we saw with those friendlies that they played here, yeah. th- there's no appetite for French football, you know, because attendance was abysmal. I haven't, I don't got the full numbers, but just by looking at the videos, it, it wasn't oh, good. It was so I just want to, yeah. So I just want to get your thoughts on sad. how how the league can grow its brand here.
1: Yeah, I think there's there's different um there's different aspects to it. There's not there's clearly not one answer to it and I don't I certainly don't have that answer, but like I I you know, you got to look at, you know, where they chose. Like I'm not I'm not familiar with the soccer culture in in DC and Washington DC where they had these EA League and games. Like they have a, a MLS team there, but like I don't know how you know how hungry they are really for like other, other leagues come in there to play. So that's one thing. Like, who who knows how the turnout would have been if they went to New York or if they went to L.A. or, you know, something like that, like a bigger market where you know, like, for sure. Atlanta, you know what I mean? They could have went to Atlanta. Like, there's for sure a soccer culture there that's been identified. Um, so that's one thing, location. Um, another way is th- that that exact competition, the EA league game games, maybe no, no disrespect to Saint Etienne, Bordeaux and all, all those teams that were there, maybe start with the PSGs and the Monaco's and the, and the, the Leon's and, you know, Marseille was there, but like they're, they're not doing good right now. So, yeah. so if you're going to do that, maybe start with more popular teams mm-hmm. in the league and then try to and bring in some of the other mid-level clubs And you know, because we know the history of the Bordeaux and the Saint Mm Etienne and the all of them. Like we know how great and legendary those teams are, but like people in America, people
0: they they, they, yeah here they don't care about history lessons. know.
1: exactly, exactly. So it 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 doesn't matter really. So I I think that's one thing they could have done. And then like how you were speaking on uh, Rabita from Leon offside, she one of because she she posted a lot of pictures. And and then she also talked about how they like from a marketing standpoint they didn't have any merchandise they didn't have any league end scarves they didn't have any any yeah. no, nothing nothing like like but it's like you 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 thought this whole thing out y'all planned this entire competition did not think to have any merchandise or any type of any other way to market this like that that's just asinine to me so um along with that um. You know, the PSG need to find a way to to get into the MLS All Star Game. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Atlético played this past weekend in the MLS All Star. It will be dope to see PSG playing that. Uh, and then from a TV standpoint, I think I'm I'm an advocate of them leaving being sports. Like I've been from day one. From day mm-hmm. one, I think you know to if you understand cable subscriptions here in America, being sports is not. On your normal cable package mm-hmm. like you have to pay extra money or you have to do go through other mediums to watch french mm-hmm. league so you know you got cbs you got fox sports you got espn plus now where they're like they're getting all the soccer content mm-hmm. on there so i think that's one way that you know the the popularity can 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 rise for for, for league and, and psg in america put it on in a place where most americans are going to or it's more easier for them to find
0: i wanted to ask just on that topic right there before i get my thoughts if you had a choice of of you know of channel or whatever uh, uh, whatever you know television company or sports company to get the rights for league on you know which one would it be
1: um it, espn or uh, or fox sports one uh-huh uh, I think ESPN is the easy one. And then right now, they're getting a lot of, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, AX. AX was playing uh, someone yeah, they, yesterday. Yeah, they have
0: the rights to the Netherlands. They have the rights to, to C- Serie, a. Serie A. And yeah. then they got the FA Cup rights, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. FA Cup. So those are the yeah, three main staples. The and then MLS, races. yeah.
1: MLS, yeah. So, you know, and, and you can argue that there's already a lot right there going on. So why bring PSG there? Why bring Liga in there to, you know, there's already an influence. It's kind of crowded. But it's not really about that. It's more so, again, you have to focus on what's the easiest way. Most American sports fans watch their sports on ESPN. Like, they watch the coverage. They watch the games on there. So that that would make sense. And then Fox Sports 1, they only have the Bundesliga right now. Mm -hmm. So you know, and who knows when their contract might might be ending here in anytime soon. So I think between those two, I would go with ESPN because it's easier. Like you don't have to if you if you have Direct TV, Spectrum, mm-hmm. or AT&T U-verse, whoever you're with, ESPN is part of your yeah. package. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm gonna well before I give my thoughts, I I wanna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go off the board here, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with TNT, Turner. TNT, you know, because. They already have the Champions League broadcast rights. And I think they want to dip their foot into more international soccer coverage. I mean first they gotta get rid of Steve Nash and all that
1: you Yeah know, Mickey Mouse yeah, stuff yeah, that let's they're start doing. There. Like come on, let's, let's I
0: think <laughs> that that's the whole, that's why I think they wouldn't be a good uh, partner because A nobody's there. You know, yeah. League on would be the first. T N T is you know, even though I think the basic Ca- you know streaming oh, cable yeah. package has TNT, yeah, tnt you know or TNT. has turner tbs whichever one and i think you know after last se- first season with champions league like i said they had steve nash who's a basketball player granted like, he has a soccer background but he never played professionally you know it's like you really it, couldn't it, get
1: it's, it's laughable it's yeah laughable.
0: <laughs> yeah and it's just like i come on like they, if they, they can just you know Take their soccer coverage seriously. I know their MLB coverage is okay. I mean, they do kind of, kind of, they try to emulate, you know, the NBA on TNT a little bit. But, you know, it doesn't hurt. But just get guys that know the sport. And then if Legon can be the first, they can be on TNT. You know, their Sunday night games or, or, you know, just, you know, they got different, you know, Turner has different channels. They got TBS, TNT, and I think they got True TV because when i'm thinking about the i'm thinking about the uh ncaa tournament and those are like the three turner or the three turner channels that all games are on so league has three options you know tbs and tnt are usually on any basic cable package so don't, you know you get that covered and then you know it's just hammering out coverage and, and telling them hey yeah we'll, we'll do this but please give us some respect here's some respectable you know french english analysts that we want talking about the sport and yeah. just get rid of steve nash and and all that um yeah. basic yeah. mickey mouse stuff but but uh, yeah but, right. but but when M- it comes to, well, no, go, go ahead john
1: <laughs> i'm glad you keep calling him the mickey mouse i get just, what you're saying it's, it's so just funny. come on it's just
0: i mean I, I, <laughs> and maybe it's just that's just the mexican thing but like when we I hate to go <laughs> off topic here but when we when we have um like plumbing or any kind of like construction stuff like construction, like home stuff and we hire people and they do like a really bad job we always call it a mickey mouse job <laughs> we get a mickey mouse job <laughs> on our plumbing so I'm not sure if that's just a mexican thing or a, 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 or a yeah. hispanic thing but uh, that's how we do it but that's why i, I just I, call, I I would call that like a mickey mouse coverage of, of yeah. probably the most respectable you know european competition out there yeah. uh but but the way league can grow i I kind of tweeted it out I think they got to start playing in these friendlies with, uh, the, you know, none of the none of their clubs are in the ICC tournament. So I think the French League can coordinate with MLS clubs, with Liga MX clubs, with uh, some of the more you know respected conmebol clubs like Flamengo, River, Boca. Just organize friendlies, because if you if, for example, PSG played Boca somewhere in New York, that thing's going to sell out. Whether it be East. just mostly PSG or Boca, because i uh seen uh, Club America against Boca in New York, and that shit was packed, you know? So if you get PSG playing against Club America or, or Chivas here in, in LA, or even like uh, a Monaco or or a Lyon against one a Club America here in LA, that thing's going to sell out. Majority is gonna be Club America, but a lot of people are gonna get exposed to leon Like they're gonna be like, oh well, who's who's this club? Who's that player? Like oh, that player plays really good. I maybe I look into it. You know, like I, that's the thing. Like you gotta gotta, cause if you want to include your mid table clubs like Bordeaux, like Santa Tien, put them against clubs that can probably help you sell out the stadium. Because right. if they play against, you know, if Santa plays a Flamengo. In, in somewhere where there's a heavy Brazilian population, that thing's probably going to sell out or get close to sell it out. And then those people are exposed to santetienne etienne or they're exposed to León, And, you know, it all helps each other out. So it's like playing these, you know, they're not in the ICC. They're not in anything. At least, you know, I think most of it is just club organized. But I think, you know, the league should should pressure some of these clubs to, hey, let's play against these MLS club, like you said, if if uh, Monaco plays against Atlanta United it, it, at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium there in Atlanta, that thing's going to be packed, you know, right. and then people are exposed to Monaco, you know, people might have heard of Monaco, but they never seen them play or they've never actually given them a chance to see them play. Boom, they have it right in front of their eyes. And it's just, you know, if you do that, you know, create I don't know if you want to create a tournament out of that or it's just organized friendlies. But I think, you know, you got to capitalize on the leagues that are already here or capitalize on the on the clubs that are heavily followed here in the U.S. Like I'm surprised Marseille hasn't played um, Tigres somewhere in in, in Texas because of, of Guignac, you know, like that correlation. Right. Like I'm surprised that has not happened by Marseille, like from a from a marketing and business standpoint, like if they played against Tigres and in dallas or in houston i think just because of the proximity to where tigres are located in mexico people can easily make that drive into 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 texas from mexico and then there's a heavy already i mean they played houston dynamo in that in that conquer champions league and in houston and the majority of the fans that were tigres fans so if you, they were to play you know marseille in in somewhere in Texas that thing will sell out you know so it's just like they're kind of slow on on this
1: look at that that's that's where we're we're sitting here giving them ideas man like, like, come on, like we
0: pay us like we should
1: get paid for this but it's but that's the thing like it's about the people in those positions like nobody's thinking of this is the stuff we're kind of just shooting the shit here we're kind of just going off the top of our heads of the most logical thing to, to do there's a correlation here between this club and this club there's a geographical correlation do it they're not doing it because they're not even there they don't even think about stuff like that you have people who are out of touch it's
0: probably money aspects of it it's like who shares the profits but i'm pretty sure that that can be negotiated like anything is negotiable you know and 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 like i said the club america chivas and and river and boca they came up with the you know like a little friendlies between all four clubs in a matter of, like, a month, like, it wasn't, you know, it was, it just came up, like, it, it wasn't, it, it didn't take that long, and they just came up with some kind of tournament for, for those four, so it's, like, I'm pretty sure that could be negotiated, like, that, you know, here's eight league on clubs, and these are the eight other, you know, well, a combination of, of either CONMEBOL or, 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 and CONCACAF, majority just MLS and Liga Mekis, like, here's the other eight clubs that we want to create, like, a little mini tournament, just, to help expose our our league more and and just you know it's it, it just everybody helps each other if you're a french football fan and you've never seen boca or river or you never seen none of these mls clubs or, or league on mickey's clubs then you know you get exposed to that too so it's just like you know we're all helping each other out just get exposed because i mean it, it's just it, it's just a win-win for both for everybody involved but you know we'll, we'll see how league on goes um hopefully they have their heavy their heavy weights uh, or, or at least a better location I mean Washington DC is they have they I'm not gonna call them out but it just feels like that's just a football sound like I see the, nobody really supports I think the only support teams that are winning like the at least the the Redskins uh, are the only yeah, team man. that can lose, and you'll still see fans. The rest, like, if you see Nationals games, there's nobody there, now that they're kind of sucky. The Wizards. Wizards yeah. are bad, and it's just like, come on, like, you know. Yeah. We'll, we'll and see.
1: then, I mean, I also want to point out, like, there was a lot of – um there's a lot of bigger clubs in America this, this summer. So that could have been it. More people could have been going to see Real Madrid and Arsenal or whatever – you know, like I was supposed to go to the League and games. And then I saw that <laughs> Arsenal are playing uh, Fiorentina in Charlotte where I live.
0: I'm like, yeah. I'm, you like, have bro, to go. I'm you not about to go Long pay drive. a
1: plane ticket, exactly, to, to go watch, you know, um, you know, some League and games and, and then um and then I was like, Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna say and then Megan Rapino from the the U.S. women's national team, world champion, she was going to be in town. They were having this big soccer. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay here and watch it. So, and that's another thing. There was a lot of games, like Real Madrid was here, Bayern Munich was here, Tottenham was here. There's a lot of bigger clubs playing mm-hmm. in America that week and that you know all, all summer really. Yeah. So you know that that could have been something that influenced yeah. it. So this just they just got to be more meticulous and think these things through and really just look at what what's what's logical and what makes mm-hmm. sense. It shouldn't yeah. be that hard. It's not rocket science.
0: Yeah, it's not. And, and like I said, if, if if they were to play against you know the guy clubs somewhere where there's like a heavy mexican population those things are going to sell out especially if it's like you know, one of the big clubs in mexico and and obviously boca river they have a, a really good following so you know it's just you know like i said it it helps grow the exposure it helps you like i said the people there who are coming in to support those clubs might be exposed to the french league and they're like i never considered watching a french team maybe i'll i'll see you know especially because i know a lot of the, the Latino population follows La liga so they probably have be in sports so they you know they can watch the French League you know they there see it. Yeah, so, they see it so you know' we'll, we'll see how that goes we'll see how next summer goes and and you know hopefully it's an improvement of what we saw this summer but um two more two more topics on the table before we go the new Jordan kits were released and you know your thoughts on them like what do you think? because i was hearing ed say on on the 1970 with him and mark i was listening to that yesterday and he said he liked them but then he realized that it was just a carbon copy of what inter have and i kind of i kind of realized that when i first saw him like i'm seeing a lot of these creamsicle colors like if, i don't know if you want to call them creamsicle but it's like yeah. i think i saw inter have like a light green greenish color and it's just like Okay, okay, I I, I kind of agree with that, but I want to get your thoughts on them.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you, when you see them, they they're infrared. Like infrared is like this deep reddish color, and when you see them on the pitch, they look orangish. They look yeah. a little cream creamish orange, but it's really a deep red, and it's you know you you it's so much red that you know your eyes begin to play tricks on you essentially (laughs) in a way you start seeing orange and a bunch of like fluorescent colors. But um you know I I think it's very simplistic and and again it's it's not just about the jersey. Jordan has a shoe called the infrared fives, right? Mm -hmm. Like they're all red just like the jersey Mm -hmm. and that's that's what it is. And in and you know again, you know it's 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 a matter of, you know, your taste and in, 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 in jerseys and, and, and in kits and shirts and what you like what color like is it, that might be too much red for you like it might be there, there's not enough of other things aesthetically on the kit for you so it's it's a matter of what you like I think they're cool I'm, I'm I don't know if I'll get them uh, I don't know if I'll get a jersey but uh I'm I'm, I'm I'm hoping I think we still got like maybe one or two more kits. yeah be I seen. Keep,
0: I'm not sure if we're gonna have an away Champions League kit, but I know we need yeah, a that's what I was because thinking. this red this is the first Jordan that's like the away kit for the for well, the um for the we're for, that,
1: for the league those Yeah. In I league a, right. Yeah, I think it's not yeah, just for Champions League.
0: yeah. And I think I, I really I'm looking at that leak of that throwback one with the you know the white collar. The collar. <laughs> I'm real, yeah, footy headlines never lies. So I'm I'm, yeah, I'm they I'm, never um, do <laughs> yeah they've never given me doubt so i'm really really hoping that that those things come out cuz i that's the one i'm looking at that's i mean i'll get the the um, the blue on the core but i'm real that's the one i'm putting my money on that's the, the the throwback like i'm a sucker for a good throwback and i'm and i'm glad psg because psg just red white and blue you, you have that and and you, and psg has like a, a history of good kits that they can intertwine with throwbacks and like it it's a good it's a good crossover between now and 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 throwback you know what they had in the past so i'm, I'm really hoping for for that one so yeah, when I it comes out
1: i can't wait for that one. i can't wait for that one i think that's the one that like it's going to be like a unanimous thing where everyone's going to be like yeah they got this one right it's the one that we want but um i wanted to to, to, to stay on the topic about the the, the psg release and the jordan kits. I thought the one of the coolest parts was that, and I tweeted this out just how, and we we've spoken about how Accor live, limit, mm-hmm. live Limitless is now the sponsorship for the men's and women's team, mm-hmm. and with that happening, it allows PSG to unveil new new kits and new uh, products, not only with Marquinhos and Kylian mm-hmm. Mbappe. Now you got you got members of the women's team who are also being used in these marketing uh, in these marketing uh, yeah. strategies. I think that's pretty much yeah. one of the coolest aspects of, of them having the the same sponsorship on the shirt. Yeah.
0: It kind of started last year. I'm, that's the first time I started noticing, but it started last year when they unveiled like the Jordan stuff. I've seen some of the women, the, the, the players from the women's squad being like the photos I mean, I, I remember I seen – uh, what's she, she played for the Chinese nationals. Her name escapes me. But she was on one of the photos with um, – you know, that was like a, a, like five, six main photos. And I remember she was on one of them. And then there's other players too. So it's like it kind of got the ball rolling. And now they're in these marketing posters with, along with, you know, like you said, Marquinhos and all them. So it's really good that – and, and you know, they got the Accor sponsor on their own kids. Okay, no longer being – And like you know, we we talked about this on our test run, you know, we we, before we did this pilot, but it's good that PSG as an institution now has both men and the women's squad all equal together, same brand, same brand, you know, recognition and same um, uh, main sponsor for both of their kits. So, you know, shouts out to PSG on on that that aspect. For sure,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: And the last thing we we're gonna talk about before we head out, uh. Give me a pop culture reference about your feelings about this PSG season because they start next week around this time or close to this time, you know, they begin they begin their season. So just give me well, some no. kind of reference that, you know, that the, of what you're <laughs> feeling for this upcoming season.
1: You know, when you sent me that and I was like uh, I I didn't really have to think too much about it. I was like, oh shit, here we go again. Pretty much, that's my feeling on the season. <laughs> and then it, it, it brings me to the I don't know if anybody's ever played. I'm pretty sure you've played uh, San Andreas. Yeah. Uh, Grand right. Theft Auto San Andreas came out on PlayStation 2. Easily one of the best games ever, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And there's a part where CJ, who's like the main protagonist in the in the in the game. He lands in, in this in this neighborhood, this bad neighborhood that he he's gangbanger, he used to do all of that stuff, and then he's walking, he's like, Ah oh, shit, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of my feeling with PSG. Uh-huh. It's like I'm 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 not cynical. Like there's a lot of cynical PSG fans. It's weird. But and I understand it's a, it's very traumatic to be a PSG yeah. fan. <laughs> but like there's like that feeling is like, yeah. Here we go again, and the here go again is it's it works both ways. We don't know how this is gonna yeah. go, like with or with with or without Neymar, we don't know how this is gonna yeah. go. There's a hundred percent chance that it can go totally shit again, and there's like a, you know equally the same amount of uh, um, optimism in it going well, or and it going well doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. winning the championship. At least getting to the semis and yeah. you know getting a little bit further down the tournament. But yeah, that's my I guess pop culture uh, reference. Like yeah, here we go
0: again. I'm I'm gonna go with a, a song here. I'm gonna go with if nobody who knows who Mace is, um, he was a hip hop <laughs> artist like in the early late early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s before he kind of disappeared. And he had this song yeah, called Yeah. He, <laughs> he has this song called Welcome Back. And. <laughs> I'm going this because we finally we're welcoming back a midfield for the first time like in what three years? <laughs> I mean, hey. it's been that long. I mean, I I think that's how long I've been hearing Guillaume say we need a fucking midfield. You know, I think we've been for three <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, we need a midfield. Yeah. We don't have a midfield. We need a six, and we finally have a midfield. Like a variety, like a different variety. Like it's not the same play. Like they're all not the same player. They all offer different different uh aspects you know and i think i'm confident because like we've kind of seen you kind of need a midfield to to win a to win in europe so we have i mean they're not all tested in europe but right now it's like the best midfield we've kind of had in, like in the past three four you know three years and so you know i'm gonna go if you've never heard that song welcome back from mace you know just hear it and that's how I'm feeling about just welcoming back a midfield. You know, that isn't just a variety and a converted Marquinhos like we had against Liverpool in that first yeah. uh, Champions League. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with that. Uh, but that's great, yeah, that's a
1: great reference. <laughs> yeah, that's a so, great reference. We
0: actually so, have a midfield now. <laughs> so give me your tweet. Did something on Twitter that you saw that you want to bring to light uh, before you know before we call, we wrap this up.
1: Yeah, so just just to provide some context, at the end of every show, we're going to, like, you know, just uh, kind of highlight some of the craziest, funniest, stupidest, weirdest tweets we've seen throughout the week or whatever. So, my tweet um, comes from Sky Sports. Um, they tweeted out, um, and it's so funny that I laughed at this. It's, like, it's not funny, but it was just funny, like, reading it. It was... Um, Sky Sports tweeted out that uh, Leicester City and Manchester United agreed on an $80 million fee, 80 million euro fee to sign Harry Maguire. (laughs) 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 Oh. I was like, excuse me? Who? What? What? What just happened? And it's like, I get it. I understand, like, it, like just jokes aside. I understand why Manchester United would do this because number one, they're in dire need of a center back. Yeah. This is before Eric Baye got hurt. They really need a center back, and then no top center back is gonna go want to go play for United right now. They're yeah, in the uh, yeah, they have. So to, they were
0: in on delete, but delete. I'm not sure how serious of a. Yeah, nobody wants to him. go
1: play in the Europa League and yeah. like, that's really what it is <laughs> like I understand Manchester United is like a big club like but nobody wants to go play in the Europa League that's why Pogba wants to leave and that's why Lukaku wants to leave like it's yeah like, they, no they,
0: they I think Pogba did one season of Europa League and I was like okay that's enough for me like I don't want to that's, enough, this. that's enough one like, season that's enough like you know that's
1: yeah. enough. so I get it like so with all that being said lester's like oh y'all want harry Maguire? all right cool we understand that y'all really need a center back and nobody else wants to come to y'all so we're gonna raise the price (laughs) and they're gonna they're gonna throw a psg tax on there right
0: and they paid it
1: (laughs) and they paid it because they have to that's the thing they had to do that like no matter how we feel about harry Maguire and what we think his level is manchester united needed to do that but it's just so funny that I would never do that, <laughs> and I would never pay eighty-five million for Harry Maguire. But they had to do it, and it's just yeah. funny that that's just where they are uh in this transfer window. And then, like Harry Maguire, like the only thing I heard, I've never heard of him prior to the past World Cup where he had like a, you know, he had a good World Cup, which yeah. you know, whatever. I think all
0: that England team was hyped up for, you know, they're they're. Yeah,
1: that's all it is. It's yeah. if that was like a French player or a Spanish player, he would have laughed that out the window. Yeah. But because it's Harry Maguire, he's an England player. It's all good. Yeah, so I they're
0: like, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with L'Equipe and everybody or every news aggregator that that followed this dumb. Freaking little exchange, or the non the that hand ex, that the non handshake between Leonardo and um and Neymar that uh that happened earlier. I missed
1: this one.
0: Yeah, that's why I quote I tweeted out your article on like because there were people there were there was uh, apparently they didn't shake hands or whatever. I I'm, I'm trying to remember the video at the top of my head. There's like a, I think there's like a little there was a non exchange like like an awkward non exchange, but of course, uh, people made a big deal out of it, and they were running with it. And then also the people yesterday, too. I'm throwing two for one here, but the people who are running yes. away with that. Ne- Mbappe throwing Neymar out. and it's Yeah, and like, Marco
1: Verratti pulling him in the, yeah, uh, yeah all that. That it was, was just nuts.
0: Yeah, I mean. It was,
1: their reaction to it was nuts. It's like, y'all are really delving this deep into it. A 15 second video, bro. <laughs> like, what? What are we you doing? Are here? That just much. shows you how thirsty people are, are about
0: they, all this transfer stuff. It's like, they, relax, bro. They, they, they want drama. They, that's yeah, what people yeah. really love. They love the theatrics. People will tell you, no, yeah. I don't. I'm too, I'm too big for that. But people will, people want that stuff. And it's just like, like I tweeted out year ago, People, PSG has a history with like, e, that for yeah. some odd reason people aren't aware of or they choose to ignore yeah there's, there's certainly point,
1: an agenda there yeah
0: yeah and in that part but in that part it kind of or hurts because we as psg fans that we know the history between the newspaper that, that newspaper and um and and the club but a casual fan isn't going to know that and i think that's where news aggregators kind of do more harm than good just passing out this information from a source that it's questionable at best you know so right. it's just like it, do, do some research i mean and then i think too neymar and mbappe posted a picture of themselves on instagram together like a few hours later after that whole incident and and it was all good <laughs> so yeah. people were losing their and, minds for like an hour or two like oh he we see mbappe doesn't want him and, or neymar really wants to leave and it's just like you know like, chill like yeah you i don't now,
1: read, i don't read into any of that stuff right it's, it's just it's, people have
0: it's, it's just i mean i get it like for memes and stuff like okay here and there but there's people who really take it to that extra level and be like you see yeah. neymar or mbappe is defending the club and, and yeah. or or you see neymar is ready to be the star or there or some other like you're really thinking you're really reaching you know <laughs> you're really reaching like, here
1: like you said, people love the drama. Like it's social media. Everything is, you know, people are reactionary in that manner, and it's, you know, it, it gets annoying for me sometimes. I don't, I don't like to do the back and forth on Twitter with people. Like I say my piece. Like perfect example that that uh, picture of Boss wearing the Neymar jersey that I retweeted, and I said Boss wants Neymar to stay. I don't know that Boss no ne- wants Neymar to stay. I'm just on here having fun. I'm shooting yeah. the shit. I'm just. Like I'm I'm being light about this stuff and then somebody replied to me, Well, if anybody wants Neymar to stay, it's because of injury. Like what I'm not Man. here to talk about anything. Serious, Some people do right? not get sarcasm or
0: don't just <laughs> yeah, get they, they a they fun poke or fun you know or a fun jab or so. Like it's, it's not that serious. Like Tom like just take a minute, chill, relax. Yeah. Chill it's, out, just, yeah. You know, it's not even a joke. I don't even that, consider it a joke. It's just it's just like yeah. a funny you you're making light uh, of of the of the saga that is you know PSG and Neymar yeah. right now you know well, at the end of this month we'll find out what happens but you know you're just making light of the situation because people are taking it way too seriously and you know it's it's it's, it's kind of funny that we Almost, I'm not sure how long we've been recording, but we've never even touched on that saga. You see how like we can yeah. we can do yeah. content, you know, that you isn't can, about.
1: You can talk about other stuff, like you know what I mean. Like it's easy to to get caught up in it, and, and, and it's hard because if you think about it, bro, we've been existing through this all summer. Every day you wake up and you get on Twitter, you see some news about Neymar, one of the least.
0: It's, it's not okay If we'll, we'll have an answer, well, it's not like we'll have we'll have an answer by August, by the end of <laughs> August. Like there's there's a situ- there's a solution. Like there is no, you know, this will linger on until into the season. Like no, we'll 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 know by August if he if he leaves or not. And then after that, we'll have another season of Neymar, and then we'll evaluate the situation next summer. Like it's not like in the NBA where. It doesn't happen, and then it just lingers into the season because there's a trade deadline, because there's no way Neymar's going to leave in the winter transfer window. Like, I don't see that happening. So it's not – it's going to happen. We'll have a solution, and it's just people – are just get caught up in all of this, and I'm just I'm ch- doing my best to avoid it because it's just people <laughs> fighting each other, and it's just like it's – just, it's just like – I don't know, man. I just try to stay away from that stuff. I mean, I – uh, yeah it's just it's too it's too time consuming it's just like people just want to argue just to argue and they don't apply logic to what you know like we'll have a solution we're it's not it's not you know we're gonna have a solution at the end of august if if, if he doesn't try you know i'm pretty sure we'll even have a solution earlier because i don't think they're going to sell him with like a week left to to do to, to do negotiating but you know it's like i think by now we kind of know he's gonna stay but just, people just want to i guess people know he's gonna say, so they want little subliminal messages because like i said with the handshake with leonardo they didn't shake hands even though they were right there with each other and then the whole mbappe stuff and it's just like i'm um, this whole twitter stuff this aspect it's just oh my god like, people Bro, chill my out my only
1: advice is go outside man go play soccer go do something man don't don't get engulfed in <laughs> go go outside, I, outside I, we just talked about
0: the- it for a few minutes not even t- i feel like i've, I've gone like yeah it, it's just, I, draining. I, I, it's just <laughs> draining like i just can't do that like i don't know how people do that like it's just okay. if i talk about with someone from like i if i'm like on my break at work and i talk to someone like this is why neymar or kavani should stay i get like i i get like plummoed like with messages like i, I i'm out of my break and i just hear my phone blowing up it's just like i'm getting attacked i'm just like I can't reply on, like, I, I just end it with, well, with uh, well, you know, it is what it is, or I'll agree to disagree. And then I get with messages, like, that's what people say who can't argue. I'm like, dude, I gotta go to work. I gotta go back into work. Like, I can't be on Twitter arguing all the shit. You know, it's just like, okay, I'm trying to end the, the argument here because I don't want my phone blowing, you know. I want my phone blowing up while I'm working and right. it draining my battery. So it's like, I'm trying to end right. the discussion here. Like, okay, like, dude, I, I just, I don't know how people have time for, like.
1: No, they Back live for forward. that. That's what they come on Twitter to do—is to have these unnuanced discussions and and arguments. It's like I'm not here to have verbal tennis with y'all. Like we can talk about like i said if you want my take on something go read an article or go listen to a past podcast or something but yeah. like we're we're just here to have fun with this and so i guess this is our last topic and yeah. twitter interactions yeah. <laughs> during the transfer yeah. I, I got it's, drained it's, it's
0: just talking thing. about this <laughs> twitter <That's> still tired <laughs> i drank a red bull before we did this and I'm, i think i got to go <laughs> drink it again because i i got drained of this so. but yeah. but yeah i think we just we're going to try to do this on a bi bi-weekly basis It's just, I think there's enough topics. I really do. I think people, I think it's just, you know, we got to think about this stuff. And and I think, you know, I I like, we were talking about the league on situation. Like I didn't think about that until I saw Rabita or Rabita tweeted out. So it's like, you know, I think this is, this is doable for a biweekly basis. We'll, we'll, we'll still debating it. We'll do either, we either do biweekly or monthly. It's just depending on the topics. I mean, we went, I'm not sure how long we went on this one, but it was just so much to discuss. So, I mean, we'll try to keep it within 30 minutes, might stretch it out a little bit, but it's always going to be under an hour. We don't want to go too long on this. So, uh, yeah, John, I mean, if you want to plug in anything or, or say anything else before we go.
1: Nope, that's it. Um, I, like I said, I think this is kind of a gist of what this show is going to be about. Uh, just try to have, have fun with, with with the with the cesspool of nastiness that is Football Twitter. <laughs> And just try to bring light to certain things, things to laugh about, you know, you know, we're going we're gonna to touch touch on some important things every now and then. But this is pretty much what we're going to do. And, you know, we're going to incorporate different things as we go along. So I hope you all stick it out with us. I hope you all enjoyed this first episode. And, uh, you know, we can't wait, you know, to, to get y'all's reaction from and see what, you know, some things that we can improve on and things that we just going to want to make make the show to be better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, for John, I'm Eddie. We'll, you'll, we'll, you'll hear us. Bye. <laughs> Deuces, trays, these all
1: that.